Winnaker Weekly is a three-episode-in anime discussion podcast where two brothers discuss a show of their choice. The show can be anything from a current season flop to a decades-old classic. What are they going to talk about next? Who knows? They sure don't. I'm Lee. And this is Whitaker Weekly. Let's get right into it. So uh, last week, and actually a couple weeks ago, we talked about wanting to do this. Um, and uh, this is the first week of Kill Annie Month for us. Yes. Uh, all month long, we are going to celebrate the beautiful shows that Kill Annie has brought into this world. Kyoto Animation, for those of you who don't know what Kill Annie is for. Um, and uh, today's the first day of Kill Annie Month. So we're super excited to go ahead and get into it. And, and speaking of, of Kill Annie... The uh, CEO of, for those of you who aren't aware, um, Kill Annie had, uh, you know, uh, it was had a terrible incident. Mm -hmm. Was attacked. Was attacked. I guess incident isn't really the right word for it. There was an, um, ar an arsonist mm -hmm. burned down uh, their primary studio with, um, or rather, their, I don't know if it's their primary studio quite so much as their first studio. I think that's their primary studio. So but, I, uh, I do know it was the first, their first, and yeah. it was still in, still active, but they had other ones mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. But, uh, and, and uh, 34, I actually believe the count may have gone up to 35, another one may have passed away in the hospital. Yeah, there, there um, were 34 confirmed deaths, and the toll may continue to rise with, mm -hmm. in, with uh, some of the survivors in the hospital mm -hmm. uh, in serious condition. Just, like, I, I don't like nitpicking, but just to get the facts... I th from from what I understand, it was 33 who died in the fire in the building, and then two have died in the hospital. Mm. So total of 35. Um, but anyways, uh, just yesterday, um, the CEO of Kyo Annie of Kyoto Animation, Hideaki Hatta, uh, released a statement uh, thanking the fans for their support. And I apologize if I get teary-eyed uh, for reading this, mm -hmm. but um, this is uh, you can read the entire thing yourself on Anime, Anime News Network. We will have the link for you. Uh, Below, I, do people still call it the doobly do here on YouTube? I have no idea. Uh, but we'll have the link on our website for those of you who watch us on our or listen to us on our website, and we'll have the link in the description below uh, for everyone who wants to read this for themselves. Uh, so here it goes. Mm. An unprecedented atrocity has robbed many of our friends and colleagues of their bright futures and has left many deeply injured. News from all over the world tells us that amazingly many number of people has sent us their hearts and prayers which are like candles in the darkness for those of us trapped in the darkness of deepest grief there are many friends and colleagues who are hospitalized and suffering fighting for their lives please give us some time we promise that kyoto animation will continue to create animation that help people have dreams hope and impress them. Kyoto Animation will continue to make its employees and staff lead happy lives and contribute to society and local community. I assure you that Kyoto Animation will not give up. We will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. Kyoto Animation CEO Hideaki Hatta. Mm. Mm. Powerful. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just want to go ahead and read that in whole. Um, and let's go ahead and move on to the news uh, from there from there on. Um, yes. So uh, Kyoto Animation uh, has received not just an outpouring of love, but donations as well. And yesterday it was reported that they have received over a billion, I think it's 1.2 billion yen. That's uh, 11.4 million American dollars or so mm-hmm. uh, in donations. Um, so if you haven't donated yet, uh, feel free to go ahead. Uh, uh, feel free to donate if you can. If you're not at a pay- place where you can donate, then uh, it's always a good idea to go ahead and, uh, well, feel free to go ahead and uh, and share the link to others who might be able to, so others can see yes. where they might be able to donate. Yeah. That, that, that's, uh, yeah. This lets you guys know that our podcast is not scripted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course not. No. Um, or rehearsed. No. It's... If nope. you can, if you have the ability to donate, please continue to donate and continue to share the news about Kyoto Animation with anybody who, you know, with your friends, your family, um, and your anyone that you might have influence with, and just let's let's help them through this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, something that I think is going to be used as a uh, a uh, an additional. Uh, uh, money making uh, fundraising. You mean fund fundraising uh, mm-hmm. tool for Kyoto Animation is that um, six Kyoto Animation anime films will be re released over the next three weeks in Tokyo. Nice. Um, and f- four of them are free. Really? And I don't mean to say that 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 there's no admission. I mean the the swimming anime free four oh. of those films are the swimming anime free and the other two are sound euphonium films okay huh now they do have a lot of they have some films in, in the works that are coming out soon um i've got news here that uh january 2020 uh they're expecting the release of the violet evergarden movie awesome uh, this month, they just released a free Road to the World Dream movie. Uh, back in April, they released the Sound Euphonium movie, the movie Our Promise, A Brand New Day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they keep making movies and mm-hmm. TV series. Well, and I'm actually here. I'm actually on Kyoto Animation's website in their uh, Our Works. Mm-hmm. Um, list listing and just going over the the shows of theirs that we've already seen i just something i've noticed about kyoto animation is just their their focus on eyes anytime we've seen an anime that had just the most amazing eye work i think it happened to be a kyoto animation because i'm over here probably yeah sound euphonium beyond the boundary mm-hmm. um violet evergarden just some of the most beautiful, amazing eyes I've seen in anime have come from this studio. Yeah, no, it's it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. Um, uh, one go- last, yeah, one last bit yeah. of news before we get on to the three episodes. In is uh, this week they announced that Zombieland Saga Revenge 
which is their uh, the title for season two for Zombieland Saga has been announced. Oh gosh, uh, I still haven't you, uh, finished Zombieland Saga one. Yeah, and if you click on the uh, the link that we'll provide, there is um, art. There's a uh, a promotional poster that features the manager in a ridiculously dramatic pose. What are you doing to me? You're making me click on this dumb link. Make, yes, I am. Go ahead and scroll down just a little bit, and it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, <laughs> their manager. Oh, you need to finish this season one because yeah, there's some, yeah, there's some there's some reveals about him that I want to talk to you about, and I can't okay. because you haven't watched. It yet. I I will finish season one. I adore it. It's just I've had so much going on, and I've had other shows that have been pulling my attention away, especially with you know. This the anime that's coming out this season. Uh, holy crap! We're probably not going to get a chance to talk about it anytime soon because we're doing Kill Annie Month. But uh, yeah, I mean, well, so you far, know, maybe, maybe next month, maybe uh, for the month of September, we'll uh, take a look at uh, the summer season. Well, I mean, it's still going to be in the full swing of it all at that point. Or I sure, guess we'll but, maybe but by then, help. but by then, a number of summer seasons will at least have their three episodes out. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Okay. Um, all right. So let's go ahead and move on to three episodes in. Indeed. Let's... This week it was my pick. Mm -hmm. And I had the pleasure of picking Amagi Brilliant Park. A mysterious but pretty transfer student, Sento Izuku, asks Kanye uh, uh, Seiya out on a date to an amusement park. That park was Amagi Brilliant Park featuring worn down Attractions and lackluster service, the worst in Japan. And boy, is that theme park awful. So she doesn't just ask him out on a date, does she? No, she episode, does not. Very first episode, very first scene, they're in a classroom mm -hmm. and she's holding a musket to his head. Now, not this, just this scene. This scene, is yeah, this scene is lit like your standard, you know, golden hour, dusk, um, romantic scene, scene mm -hmm. confession scene. And they're posed in a way that it he's a little taken aback and she's about and she's serious about what she's going to say. Mm -hmm. And there happens to be a musket involved. Uh-huh. And uh, he's like, so let me get this straight. You're asking me out on a date. Yes. At gunpoint. Yes. <laughs> and then to and prove her point. So what do you say? What can I say? Bang. Yeah. To prove her, to prove her point, she pulls the trigger. And puts a bullet in the chalkboard but next to his head. Mm-hmm. 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 And the opening credits. And then it's the, yep. And then it's the opening credits. So this series came out in, um... 2014 and so i don't know with if that you know that current trend of the op the op doesn't start until the end of the first episode i don't know when that trend started but it wasn't that's here. been something that's kind of going on and off for quite some time that's that's not a that's not a recent thing but not every show does it this one didn't so right. this one ran right into the op and the only thing that really caught my attention during that op uh -huh. was that um like it's very it's very hype it's very energetic but there was one shot that was kind of a 
pan up to the sky and you see four pairs of hands clapping. And I I say you see four pairs of hands, but really you see three pairs of hands and then sleeves with no hands clapping. <laughs> yep. So I was like, who's this character? Do we have another invisible girl like in uh, My Hero Academia? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't but know. I haven't seen her yet. Yep. So, so it cuts to the next day, and uh, 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 Kanye and I can't believe, like I can't believe it took me actually saying the name out loud to get that they named him Kanye. Uh, yes, and he's a narcissist. He really is. Like, 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 yeah. The next I day, I can't he's... believe I didn't catch that until I act until you know. I said his name out loud. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he's he's a he's a serious narcissist, and it's revealed how bad it is when he's um, admiring his own reflection and thinking about why this girl had to pull a gun on him to so ask him out on a date like, at like, the bus stop. I'm smart. I'm you know I'm smart. I'm strong. I'm popular. I always place the the top of the top uh, the top grades in testing. It's no wonder this this transfer student wanted to ask me out right away. And then as he's admiring himself in the window, she pops up from the other side because uh, she's in a convenience store reading the magazine. She's like, "Oh, there you are!" And she puts the uh, magazine away. It scares him, but. Uh, they go to the bus stop, and she's like, "Okay, we're gonna go to this. We're gonna go to this park to um, to Amagi Brilliant Park." And he's like, "That place sucks. Why?" And then she pulls her gun out on him again, and she does. <laughs> and somehow, she has a pocket dimension where she keeps her gun, uh -huh. and the pocket dimension's access seems to be right around her panty line. So well, she pulls, reaches into her. She reaches up under her. Uh, her mini skirt and pulls it out and by so doing well yeah and i i want to kind of clarify that could be seen as yes a very very dirty thing that she's got to show her panties every time she pulls out her gun which they don't do but at the same time where do you holster your weapon at your hip right yeah, below usually. the belt line so but, that's what she's the, doing but what i'm talking about is that it, it, there's a pocket dimension it's not yeah, yeah, yeah. visible until she pulls it out a full three-foot musket yep that she pulls yep. straight out from her. <laughs> well, and then like her hip, and uh, a little boy sees it from the yep. in the distance, and he just says, "Mommy, that girl's wearing is wearing panties with blue stripes. Her equipment is so standard." Just like, why does he say that? And the mom just says, uh, "Be quiet and pretend you didn't see anything." <laughs> Like a good member of society. Like a good member of society. Yep. Be quiet and pretend you didn't see anything like a good member of society. He's focusing on her underwear. She pulled out a gun in public. He's focusing on her underwear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I can't help but wonder if they don't see the gun, because later on we learned that some of these characters... Well, this is kind of jumping ahead, but there's, there's magic involved here. Obviously, yes. with the pocket dimension she's doing, there's magic involved here. And some of the characters don't look human. But they go out drinking together at night. Yes. Well, they have, and they reveal the reason they're able to do that is because they have these magical amulets that um, make people not notice them. Right. So it doesn't disguise them. It's just kind of like in, in the Wheel of Time, there's this, uh, there's this uh, creature called a gray man. 
Um, and he's called a gray man because his soul has been removed from his body. Mm. And it's extremely hard to focus on a gray man. Mm. It's like your eyes will look at them and you don't even notice they're there. You just keep looking. They're, they're extremely skilled assassins because of that. Um, uh, Doctor Who has something similar that they just call a perception filter. Uh-huh. That is, it can be applied to devices. And if you wear them, people don't generally notice that you're standing out. And uh-huh. apparently that is applied to a Doctor Who's uh, TARDIS. And so it doesn't matter what period, like, uh, he, in one episode he says that uh, it, it calculates the exact, the cultural significance of everything around it and um, figures out one of a billion permutations that it could take to properly t- camouflage itself. Uh-huh. And then every time picks a blue box. Because the chameleon circuit is broken. <laughs> so it runs through the process, but never but never decides on anything else. And so it's, there's just a perception filter. So it doesn't matter where or when they are, people just don't notice the blue box. I Unless they're res- looking for it. And who are you? I am a responsible adult. That's just a, play, so that's just a plain piece of paper. I, 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 I think you will find that this identifies me as a universally recognized <laughs> as a responsible and trustworthy adult. <laughs> oh, that's just what he says. Of, just a bunch of wavy lines. Oh, alas, oh. a lie too big. Oh, alas, a lie too big. Destroyed his psychic paper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, right. so, uh, so as we're going throughout, the, so she takes her to this, so he, she takes him to this place and as they're coming up on it, they see this very beautiful castle, oh. the bus, and he's about to push the stop button and she stops him because it turns out the castle is a recent construction. It's a love hotel. And despite the fact that the stop says it's the uh, the park, it's the park. The park's actually at the next stop, but the signs are wrong. And yeah. so we come to find out one of their early problems um, uh, as uh, as you're following along. Somebody in this government is preventing the name changes of the bus stops. Yeah. She says we've been trying to get it to stop, but for some reason something we're, we're, we're trying to get it to change. But every time it comes up, it gets pushed back for some reason. And we don't know why. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, later on in uh, episode two, we were introduced to some... Uh, Characters who seem villainous, they're uh, businessmen uh-huh. who, who are tired of uh, financing their uh, failing. Um, uh, yeah, this, part. Is, this isn't until later. I don't think this is this until, isn't until later, but that's episode I, two, I, I think. But yeah, but, but within the first three episodes, I haven't seen past it, but I'm theorizing they're probably causing problems. Oh, yeah, I would, like they call themselves the Amagi group, so I don't, I have no doubt that they, um that they're the ones who also built the Love Hotel uh, with a similar name to the park to confuse people, to drive people away from the park. Because apparently there's something in their contract that says that if you'd have, well, and like they sit, not apparently, but it says in their contract that if they have less than 500,000 people visit the park per uh, uh, five, five years in a row, yeah. five years consecutively, then they're, the property reverts to this group. Right. So it's, and it's the, fair. And I, I think it's, I, I, think this I was reading actively this. working to get the land. Yeah, so. I and I was seeing something that w- back in the bus, um, there was the Omagi Brilliant Park, 
And then there was some other um, name that didn't matter much to me. But the next stop on the other side, I swear, said the Amagi Hospital. Maybe. I don't know. So I, I I was focusing on that. And so so was the Brilliant uh-huh. Park in the hospital. And it's like, well, that would be bad to get one stop late and you end up at the hospital instead of an amusement park. But apparently, may, may, and I didn't see follow which direction was which and whether or not uh, where the actual stop belonged. But uh, yeah, that was just something that came, that uh, that I noticed that came up. Um, but they eventually make it into the uh, the park, and it's um, mm-hmm. they, 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 there's a running gag. There's a series of running gags when they get into the park where um, Isuzu, <laughs> Isuzu uh-huh. is introducing the. Uh, the attractions to him, and every time she does, she is perfectly like rule of thirds, one th- on the right third of the screen, and it deadpan introducing the attraction. Uh-huh. Like, enjoy the excitement and wonder of this. Yeah, like <laughs> no, not not just deadpan. I would say, you know, completely emotionless. She's just kind yeah. of. It's like she's just reading the pamphlet that she had memorized. Right in here. This is the land of this is the land of the. Uh, uh, this is a magical place. This is the land of the uh, the candy fairy, uh, or this is the land of the flower fairy. So let's go ahead and go on this ride. And they go on this ride that's supposed to be like a love tunnel, but it's, it's a love tunnel slash. It's a small world. It's a small world. Only the worst version of it because everything's breaking down. All the mouths on the flowers are like barely moving. The music is barely playing. It's stuttering. They the start going on the misaligned. ride. The track is misaligned, so they almost get derailed immediately. And then, of yeah. course, the fairy isn't there when they get to the part where the fairy is supposed to be. And, she's, and she just says, oh, yeah, he, every once in a while, he doesn't feel like coming out. <laughs> so yeah, And so mm-hmm. she's she puts him through this whole thing. Um, and, yeah, I was just noticing how, you know, the gag happens over and over again with this repetitive, flat, cheap animation that kind of looks like a visual novel. Yeah, uh, yeah, the uh, interactive visual novel type, uh-huh. um, and you know, if you were just introducing animation like that, you kind of might shrug it off. But uh-huh, uh-huh. after watching just how dynamic the animation was in the opening, uh-huh. um, I, I you could tell it was a gag. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no. It was, um, it, yeah, especially since I did it like three times, and yeah. each time he had less patience for it. Right. <laughs> so uh, he's like, and so, and so, like this yeah. place will bring you lots of joy. Then why aren't you smiling? <laughs> Whose dreams are coming true here? Yeah. <laughs> this is a place where dreams come true. Whose dreams are coming true? <laughs> this is where a place where dreams come to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So. I actually did a little bit of research on this, and I shared a uh, a link to a four year old article. You did, on this, but I didn't so. get a chance to look at it. But yeah, okay. <laughs> so we're introduced shortly thereafter. The last attraction that uh, has this gag that I was talking about the uh, the visual novel layout gag. Um, they go into a uh, a facility that has um, where where he has a water gun laser gun. So it looks like a water pistol. But it's actually uh-huh. a, a laser um, mm-hmm. pistol, and he's supposed to be shooting these mice that are popping out in the walls around him. And he's like, "Finally, a game that I'm that I'll be good at." And so he goes in, and he only gets like thirteen percent out of a hundred. Yeah, and it's 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 really kind well, of pathetic. Like, 
Like this but, mouse but pops out, so and by hard. the time he aims at it, the mouse is gone. And it's just that over and over and over again. So he finds himself randomly firing. Yes. <laughs> and then afterwards, he's like, by the way, that's our wall of fame of people who got a perfect score. They're all military men. And it's all guys. It's Yeah, it's all Japanese self-defense force guys in full camo and everything posing for the camera and whatnot. Yes, like, <laughs> with, with, with the mascot of that booth, uh-huh. who's known as Moffle. Mm-hmm. Who looks exactly like Bontakun from Full Metal Panic Fumofu. Fumofu, Fumofu, Fumofu. And I looked up why that is. Mm-hmm. Both Full Metal Panic Fumofu and Amagi were co-written by a man named Shoji Gato. Mm-hmm. And he and he works. Both of them were Kyoani Productions, and he works on. So he wrote. He worked on both, and he gave his permission to. Um, to let the character design carry over. And so it's kind of an homage to his previous work, but there's no in-universe reason for them to be identical. It's just mm-hmm. sort of a a inside joke for KyoAni fans. Mm-hmm. So. Oh. All right. Uh, so anyway. Yeah. Pony, pony, pony. <laughs> fumofu, fumofu, fumofu. He says he's kicking the guy's groin over and over and over again. Yeah. Stop bonding over weird noises. <laughs> oh, that show. Full Metal Panic Fumofu. Highly recommend. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, we may watch that if we can find it. We may watch it for one of our episodes or one of our reviews this month. Uh, anyway, uh, kind of. Let's go, let's go ahead and move on. Um, yes. So he uh, he he just wants to leave after all this. Um, he's like he wants nothing to do with it. Oh, uh, we should say because uh, we got distracted. But um, but uh, Moffle, he uh, he's there to he's take a violent. picture with them. Oh, he's super violent. But like he gets really upset at um, at a Kanye or uh, um, at Kanye for uh, you know trash talking the the park and so the, he gets into a fight um right before it gets to uh actually i don't remember if it happens at this point because later on the two of them clash heads a lot and before the fight gets serious uh <laughs> before the um azuma or Iz- isuzu my bad isuzu uh shoots them with her pain bullets that are yes. designed to be twice as painful as stubbing your toe Twice as painful as stubbing your toe against oak furniture in the middle of the night. Yep. That's like, what... Ow. Yeah. Ouch. Good heavens. Ouch. But anyway, she... Uh, so they get into a fight, and uh, I can't remember if she breaks it up. I don't remember how it ends. But she afterwards, Susan's just like, oh, wait, here, let's get our photograph, our commemorative photograph. Oh, oh, it actually took? And uh, she pulls it up, and it's a still frame of Kanye being uppercutted in the stomach. By it is. It is. He's, he's, it's an action pose with motion blur and everything. Just, uh-huh. Like, this is my commemorative photo. And so later, uh, so they are, afterwards, they're they're outside. It's getting, it's getting late. Um, and he just wants to leave. And he's like, I've had enough of this. I'm out of here. Um, and she gives, and she's like, here, 
they made these for us though so let's eat them I was like i don't want them and she's like no please just eat one and it's a croquet and croquets are kind of like deep fried uh mashed potatoes um yeah, deep fried mashed potatoes with uh stuff inside not always every croquet that i had in japan was just the mashed potatoes hmm. but um it's not a, it's not uncommon for them to have things in it um, but most of the croquets I had were like, I think they were homemade instead of like bought at a theme park. Um, I would imagine that the ones bought at the theme park would, you know, have things in them. Right. But anyways, uh, she and oh, he eats one and he, it's delicious. He loves it. And before he realizes it, he's eaten all three. Yeah. Um, and she's like, the person who made these wants to meet you. And he says, okay, fine. I'll meet her. And mm-hmm. he goes and they go into this castle and they go to the top floor of this castle and they go outside on this balcony, and he sees this girl dressed up yeah. like a princess. Yes. So, so uh, sorry, you're going to say something. Uh, but just before that, uh, we find out that um, Isuzu had picked out Kanye deliberately as she goes off. Uh, she has all this information about him written in a in a little book, and she says, you know. Top marks in your class, incredibly hot, incredibly popular, great athletics, totally a narcissist. Oh, yeah, she so, pulls up. So, yeah, 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 that's right, that's right. Um, and, and so she starts listing off his good qualities, and he, he he likes it. And then she starts listing off his bad qualities. Like how he has no friends, like, never even had a girlfriend, uh, eats lunch by himself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it just starts pissing him off. It's great. Yeah. And she's like the entire, but then she says the entire reason I transferred to this to your school was to meet you and get you to come here to meet this person. Also, so, because at that point it's revealed he used to be a child actor and then gave it up by a different. Mm-hmm, he disappeared five years ago, and then and, gave it up, changed his name, and went to school to try to be a normal person. Mm-hmm. And it's at uh, that point that uh, there seems to be, uh, we're we're when he meets. Um, the girl in the princess outfit there's a flashback a sudden flashback that it seems like he knew her from his acting days and yeah mm-hmm. but it not enough information is given in the flashback it just seems mm-hmm. it was a long time ago a lot people were a lot younger maybe five mm-hmm. ten years younger than they are now yeah. five or eight mm-hmm. um and then they seem we'll, to be young we'll children they seem to be young children, seven or eight years old, something like and, that. And, and, some, and something possibly violent, possibly um, traumatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At, at this point, we uh, see this We see this flashback still. twice in this episode. And the first yeah. time we just see her on the ground looking up. And there's a there's either she's blushing or there's a bruise on her cheek or a mark or something. And then... She, she seems to have been knocked to the ground or something. Yeah. And then she... Uh, and then the two of them talk. In the modern day, the two, yeah. of them, two of them talk. And he uh, and she says, look, the reason I, I am the general manager of this park. And she lets him say that this park isn't just a park. Or, well, she talks, she doesn't, blah, whatever. Yeah, she, what I'm trying she, to say she is. She reveals quite a bit. She reveals quite a bit. And she says that this park isn't just a park. It's the home of actual fairies, of people from a magical world. Um. And he doesn't believe it, but she explains to him, uh, she, uh, she, we have magic. And in order to prove to you that we are telling the truth and that we need you to save us, um, I'm going to give you magic. And mm-hmm. he says, and he's like, wait, what? And then she leans in and she kisses him. 
Yes. Uh, right on the lips. And then that's when we have the second flashback where we see her on the ground again. And then she looks up. And this time we see him standing down, looking very, very sta- looking, standing over her, looking down at her, looking very, very angry. I think it was a fist raised, too, but it's a very yeah, quick his, flash. His, his fist may have been clenched. I don't quite quite remember. And it was it was monochrome. It was a uh-huh. monochrome uh, flashback with uh, blacks and reds. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So. Um, and then uh, he passes out, apparently giving him magic went very, very poorly, something. And they seem super surprised by it. They're they're They seem extremely surprised by it. Like, this is not normal. This isn't supposed to happen when you give somebody magic. And so uh, the next day he wakes up and uh, he uh, he wakes up. He's like, oh, I'm home. They gave me. And he's like, what a load of crap. I got to get cleaned up and go to school. And so he gets clean. And so he goes out of his room and goes over to the bathroom, <laughs> opens it up to see a mostly naked uh, Isuzu. Yes. Leaning over and getting dressed yes. in, in that room. He freaks out, closes the door, runs to the room next to his, which is his older sister's room or something along those lines. Yep. Uh, whoever, the relative that's acting as a guardian, I think it's his sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and then while he is talking to his older sister, it cuts back to to um, Isuzu, and she just goes, oh, eek. <laughs> Yes, delayed reaction. Delayed on. And it's revealed later on that she doesn't understand human society. She doesn't, it doesn't click with her. Um, She just, uh, like, so I think that's why, like, she was reading that magazine while she was waiting for him, trying to get a better grasp on human society. Mm-hmm. But she just doesn't understand it. So, right. and that's, this humorous moment is just a glimpse into her not, understanding human society oh wait i was supposed to be upset at that eek yes uh in the meantime he's complaining why is there a girl in the house uh-huh. and his sister explains that isuzu brought him home because he was passed out and mm-hmm. um didn't know what else to do and then suddenly magic happens and kanye can now hear his sister's thoughts and she's thinking how great it is he's finally lightened up and brought a girl home. Because he used to be so stuffy and thought that women were the enemy. And it's just... Mm-hmm. It like, it's like, what was that about me being stuffy? You were talking a lot with, the, with your mouth closed somehow. Mm-hmm. And, then she reali- and then she feigns drunkenness and says, I need to go back to bed. And closes the door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> So he can now read minds. Yep. Um, but uh, he, uh, they go to the bus, or they, they go to the train station, and uh, him and Isuzu. And he's over there reading people's minds, and like he sees the first person's like, oh man, that beautiful woman in that, who, who looks so great in that out, that, that suit isn't here today. And someone's like, oh, like I, uh, someone's, com- like someone's complaining about, uh, a game, a game, or her, or her, 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 her skirt, skirt was too short. Yeah, it's like, oh, I hope my skirt isn't too short today. And then it goes over to a guy, and he's quoting, like, he says a year, and then an event that happened in that year, and <laughs> Kanye and shouts out, "Oh, you're wrong! This is what happened on that year!" And he's just like, "Hey, 
maybe you shouldn't do that. And he's like, well, but he's wrong. He's <laughs> like he's studying for a quiz and he's studying the wrong information. Yeah. Yeah. He's studying the wrong, like he's, he's got flashcards in, out in front of him. Um, yeah. uh, but, but uh, anyways, Isuzu is just like, look, uh, like he's, well, Kanye is still, uh, Kanye is still freaking out about uh, this, this new power that he has. And she's like, look, you uh, like, this is a magical power. Uh, the, uh, someone's uh, had this magical power here in the past. Go ahead and use it on me, and I'll and I'll tell you more about it. And he uses it on her, and she says, "This is a magical power that lets you read the thoughts of the person, but you can't use it more more than once on the same person." And he's just like, "You just tricked me into using my power on you, so I couldn't use it again. Maybe." <laughs> Um, which actually that reminded me a bit of Code Geass as well, because uh, his power was uh, one use per person. Yeah, yeah, one use per person. Um. Anyways, uh, so okay, so so yeah, things things continue on, mm -hmm. and he is not interested in becoming the general manager, despite having this magical powers. Yeah, uh, that he's been given. He's because honestly, he only went on the date because he had a gun pointed at him, and he only went back because he had a gun pointed at him, and he's not happy with the situation at all. Mm -hmm. In fact, there's a scene where he's talking, where uh, yeah, where uh, Kanye is talking to uh, Isuzu, and. He says, why don't you hire a real general manager? Oh, they all quit. Well, why? Because I kept threatening him with my gun. Oi! <laughs> why? Yeah, yeah. He, uh... Oi! He, uh... They, yeah, they tell him that they want him to be the general manager because apparently there's this prophecy that they need him in order to save the park. They mm -hmm. don't know any more than that, though. They have no yeah. idea. So, um, not all the mascots or not all the characters are happy with that prophecy. A lot of them think that this guy's just a nobody. Like he doesn't know how much work we put into this, which makes sense. You know, having an outsider come in is always a difficult thing, especially when you, when you, you know, uh, when you put your blood, sweat and tears into something, having somebody else come in and change everything is a very, very difficult thing to, uh, to accept as we see in, in episodes two and three. Um, but yeah. he, uh, she, um, asks him to come along for this meeting and to meet the enemy. To meet the enemy. And this is when we meet the businessmen. And the businessmen are the ones who reveal, who reveal that, look, you are like the, the, that, the thing that we mentioned earlier, the, um, you know, 500,000 people um, minimum for your park to remain open. And uh. it's been almost, and this is your last year. You have 90 days before this park will shut down. And yeah, you're you've not only doing reached a half a thing. million. Yeah. You've only reached a quarter. A quarter of that, and you there's yeah, and that's in nine half, months. Yeah, you've reached in nine months half of your quota, and uh -huh. you'll yeah. So you're never going to make it. You might as well just start planning now on liquidating your assets and. Mm -hmm. And the guys who go. are talking, who are saying this, are you know they're the smug businessman archetype. Um, yeah, and uh, and Akane is getting more and more upset throughout the entire thing. Um, I think I think. Uh, well, learn, I think we're going to learn more about his history. I think he probably had run-ins with people like this throughout his career mm -hmm. as a brilliant child actor, as people, uh, as he was called. Um, 
But anyway, uh, after the meeting, he gets up and he's just like, oh, well, and Isuzu says, will you please take the job as the as the um, as the general manager? Right. And he says, no, no, I, I have no desire to do this. You guys are crazy. They're right. You should be liquidizing your assets type yeah. thing. And he uh, he. He leaves and shuts the door behind him and Isuzu kind of, you know, leans up against the door head head first. Um, and then we cut to outside of the park and he's waiting for the bus. He's waiting and standing there waiting for his own ride is the blonde haired uh, manager who was the businessman the whole time. And it's at that moment that the businessman recognizes Kanye from his child acting days. Mm-hmm. And then tries to strike up. Like, oh, you're so and so. He's like, I have no idea who you're talking about. That yeah. you you've got the wrong person. He's like, No, no, I don't. Um. So uh, and yeah, he says that. Look, I don't know what happened to the former brilliant child actor that's now working part time in this rundown crappy park. But uh, let me give you a word of advice: hang around losers, and you become a loser yourself. And he gets into this fancy car and goes off. Yeah. And. Uh, that really pisses Kanye off. Yeah, it does. Really makes him mad. And so he gets, and so he decides to go back, goes into the same castle there was before, but the steps are long and awkward, and he exhausts himself climbing those stairs just to find that all of the fae in the park have. And we should uh, clarify there's also humans that work here as well. It's not yes. all fae. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the Fae who do live and work in the park mm-hmm. are all gathered together for a meeting to be told, um, you know, to basically to prepare for the worst because this they, they have three months left and there's no hope. Um, and then we're introduced to one of the uh, characters is a mascot that looks like a, uh, a Pokemon alligator. Like a blue alligator who's crying and sobbing and you know is convinced he's going to die uh like what after the park closes the only job i can get is handing out kleenexes handing out Mm -hmm. tissue packs and then i'm never going to get fans that way and then Mm -hmm. i'm going to be forgotten and and die we we should probably say that um they reveal to him that the fae need this park to live yes it's a it is a life or death matter for them there's some uh, they, they they spent a little bit of time explaining how when mm-hmm. humans come by and they leave a little bit of their love energy there, it becomes crystallized and it's a sustenance for them. It's some something that helps extend their life force. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and they and so they need active people who are fans who love mm-hmm. that who love them in order to stay alive. Mm-hmm. And. Uh... Yeah, this this guy breaks down and says that I'm just gonna be I'm gonna become somebody who passes out tissues and nobody loves those people and I'm gonna fade into nothing. I'm gonna fade away and no one's going to remember me. And he gets very very upset at the at the princess, um, at the at the actual uh, general manager, um, saying that uh, you don't understand. Like you guys are gonna go, you guys are gonna be able to just go to a different park. Whereas for me, it's like it's it's uh, you know it's uh, I'm 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 nothing. And then. That's Wolf, when Moffle steps in and Moffle starts picking a fight with him, saying, "Yeah, how long have you been here? Oh, twelve years. You had twelve years to build up your own fan base and get people to like you, but you just rode on the uh, on 
the success of the park, thinking that would take care of you for the rest of your life. This is your own fault for not yeah, it's your own working fault for not. working to help mm-hmm. your own image out. Yep. And then, um, what's his name? Uh, then this little alligator guy tells uh, Moffle that it's easy for you to be brave. You can. There's another theme park with another mouse that you could just become his sidekick. And Moffle gets pissed off at that. I am no one's sidekick. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, the uh, fight's about to break out when Kanye shouts. And uh, Moffle gets pissed and says, hey, get out of here. Like, you're not even one, you're not even a one of us. You rejected the job. He's like, yeah, I changed my mind. And yeah. so he goes up and he goes back into the castle and he goes and he stands next to the two girls who were up there. And they're both in, like, the princess is in her, her pink dress still. Um, and Isuzu is now in her red uniform. Um and she, uh, oh, uh, yeah. that, what am Wait, I so, so, so he, he gives a great big yeah. speech up oh. there and in the most arrogant here infuriates everybody. It infuriates them. <laughs> yes. It's great. Uh, we find out a little later that the reason he gave a speech that absolutely pissed everybody off was if they weren't angry at his speech, that means they didn't care about their jobs. Yeah. He's like, and so it demonstrated told, that there's hope. Uh huh. I was told today, like he says, some along the lines of, "I was told today that only losers come to this park." And you know what? They're right. Why would they come to this park when they go to anywhere else? Type thing, you know. And everyone gets furious. And yeah, he says later on to to the two, and he's like, "Look, I'm going to take the job, and I'm going to make a miracle, and we're going to save this park on yeah. one condition that I only have to do it for the next three months, and then I can go ahead and leave after that." Yeah. Um, and they say, yes, they, they accept him. And, but he then in, in private, when it's just him and the two girls, he's like, I have no idea. Like I have, I have no plan. I have no idea what we're going to do going forward. I don't have a miracle that I can just pull out of my pocket where this is just going to be work. He's like, well, why did you give that talk where you, where you told that to everybody? Because I wanted to see what they would do. Mm-hmm. And because they're angry, they got angry at me. That means that they still have pride in their jobs, which means yeah. that there is hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, at some point, I don't remember when exactly it happens, but at that evening, um, we're, we're introduced to a, a, a drinking bar uh-huh. yeah. uh, called Savage. Is it Savage? It's something Savage. Mm, anyway. Um, and, uh, it's a back corner of there where, uh, these, um, mascots go to drink. And apparent, and we're introduced to two other mascots, which include a pink cat and a white lamb, and the two of them are pretty violent. Yeah, <laughs> they, they will get into a fight very quickly. We're introduced oh, yeah. to them actually a little bit earlier too. I think there's a scene where a little boy was beating up they on, are, on, on the like some yeah, kids are beating up on them. They're giving and, balloons or something to do two kids and the two kids are just like kicking and punching them thinking that you know it's just a big stuffed animal they can do whatever they want to it and the person inside won't feel bad. And the mom's just standing there just laughing, not like not like <laughs> menacingly, but you know she's obviously she's okay with her kids doing what they're doing. She thinks it's just cute. That's just that's just kids being kids. Kids being kids. And so then mm-hmm. they're back in in uh, massage chairs, getting their injuries beat out of them. And mm-hmm. like, oh, it hurts so much. Like, they were fighting us. Oh, don't overreact. They were doing this. And then they, they start whacking each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, what? Yep. Yep. But anyways, they, they're at the bar that mas- night. 
that apparently these mascots have a lot of pent up rage. Mm-hmm. They, uh, yeah, they, um, so they're at the bar that night and Moffle joins them and yeah. he goes to the back. And like, at first I thought it was at the park because nobody questioned why someone in this getup was coming into a bar. So I thought it was just something that they had. Um, but, uh, he goes in, he's like, oh yeah, you're, they're already in the back. He's like, okay, okay, thank you. And he goes, and so in Japan, it's customary to take off your shoes when you go inside someplace. Not really when you go shopping, you go to a store or things like that, but there are bars where you go into the back and in the back you, uh, you know, you're expected to take off your shoes because it's like you're entering someone's home in that area or kind of a private area. And so Malfo goes up, takes off his shoes or steps out of his shoes only to show that his shoes are an exact replica of what his feet actually look like. Yeah. Yeah, he just he just steps out of shells of his feet. Uh-huh. Same color, same felt e uh yeah, yeah fabric that the rest of his mm-hmm. little costume is. And so he goes in and he meets his uh his uh bu- 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 the, the two other mascots, and they're already drunk. One of them has uh, like the the um she's not a hostess. Serving girl, I guess the server comes yeah. back and gets their order, uh, some more beers, mm-hmm. and uh, who they're on a first name basis with. Yeah, they're on a first name basis with her, and uh, it's like, and the pink cat is the dirty old man personality. Yes, yes and she's is. like, "How about you give me a give me a beer, and I'll go ahead and get your phone number too, or something like that." And she's like, "Oh, yeah, nope." Not giving you that. Something <laughs> so, about watching her bend over more or oh, something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Something like, go, why, how about you bend over more so I can see more, more of that other side of you? That, yeah. And, nope. Not happening. And, and then that's when it's revealed that just because you're wearing this thing yeah, doesn't mean that people are going that, to forget that, things you yeah. say. Just because you're wearing that pendant doesn't mean people are going to forget you. It means they're not going to pay attention to you. Okay. It's like, Everyone's it's fine. Been- Everyone's yeah. going to pay attention to a, uh, a, mascot, a mascot that's sexual, about a pretty, yeah. mascot has committing sexual harassment talking about a pretty girl's butt. Yeah. Like, ah, I want to say things like bleep and bleep and bleep. Like, shut up. And, and it's all bleeping. bleeped out. <laughs> and they start fighting him. And then the girl opens up the door with their orders and just screams, shut up, <laughs> type thing. You guys are too loud. And uh, they get their drinks and stuff. Yeah. So, no, I just like, I just. My favorite part of that was him just, Mofo just removing his shoes only to show that his shoes were not removed. <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, uh, so next day, um, it is the first day for, um, I think that's the end of episode two, him accepting the job and then going to the bar. Uh, the next day, it's, um, or like so the episode ends with um with Kanye staying the night at the office reading up on the park and getting the, getting as much information about it as he can and uh he he works through the night yeah. um and then the next day he gets up and he puts on his uh his uniform and he's looking at himself in the mirror and he just goes no matter what i wear i'm hot 
even though he's wearing this goofy looking he, uniform. He, he says it in such a sultry tone that I was wondering uh-huh. if he was overheated. Well, like, first, no, when I first, no, that's not what he meant. When I first what when I first read the subtitles, I was like, wait, hot is he? Because he looked like he was sweating. Yeah, and it's like oh, I guess he's just hot. But yeah, no, the word they say is is uh, kakoi, which means awesome or cool or something <laughs> like that. So or, uh, it may not have been kakoi, but it was not the it was not atsui, which means hot, <laughs> which means like the actual. He's not uncomfortably warm. Mm-hmm. He's not uncomfortably warm. He is just full of himself. Yeah, he is. Uh, by the way, something I, I wrote down that I wanted to uh, to go back to. Okay, after the ending credits of the first episode. They uh-huh. talk about what after the ending credits of every episode, they talk about one of the attractions in the park. Uh-huh. And at the end of the first episode, they talk about the attraction that uh Moffle runs. Okay. The, the house with the mice that you have to shoot. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And, and so they talk about how that particular place has different different settings, including uh easy, medium, hard, and impossible mode. Which apparently uh-huh. is so difficult that it's actually driven some customers insane. You shouldn't have that as a mode. By the way, your setting was on easy. What? You shouldn't have that as a mode. <laughs> yeah, he goes like so. He goes on a tour of the park this time, but as a manager, and he's looking at things things that need to be fixed. Yeah, that's an um, at the end of episode yeah. one that uh, that they just reveal that when he was out shooting uh-huh. those ice, that was the easy setting for the game. <laughs> that was easy. Uh, <laughs> like they need to fix that. <laughs> so, um, so after spending the night reading, um, mm-hmm. he does something that infuriates Moffle. Yes, Johnny does something that infuriates Moffle. He has posted a sign, and everyone's telling Kanye, everyone's telling Moffle, "Look, just give him a chance." Okay, look, I know it's hard. I know he's new, but let's just give him a chance. And the next morning, Moffo comes to work, seeing a sign on the door saying, uh, seeing a sign on the front gate saying, temporarily closed, all employees, please report for cleanup duty. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he's furious. They never closed once. In 39 years. In 29 years. years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In 29 years, they never closed once. Um, we should probably... Uh, so... He comes up with a plan. Um, well, yeah, he comes out and he starts throwing punches at uh, at Kanye, and somehow Kanye can see and read his movements, and so he's dodging them, even though these are like lightning yeah. fast punches. Yeah, his, his, he the first time they fought, it was a beat down. He had, didn't have a chance, but now that he has magical powers, uh-huh. his magical powers seem to include allowing him to. Uh, yeah, read his movements. Yes. Um, and just as he's about to fight back, Isuzu puts it into the fight by shooting both of them. Yes, with these pain bringer bullets. Uh-huh. But I think we kind of glossed over this, but he has a plan. And his, his, his plan is three steps. First is, we're going to close the park and repair everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I can't remember what the second step was. Do you remember what the second step to his plan was? Everyone was against it, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that's what yeah, it was." It, yeah, yeah, that's right. He, he's uh, he's offering a three tiered plan, and every t- step he's he's offering, he gets a thumbs down and a glare from everybody in the from, conference room. Uh huh. 
But the first step is we're going to, we need to close down and repair the park. It's breaking, it's falling apart. And finally, finally they agreed and said, okay, fine. We'll close the park, but we still need to do something to entertain people. And he's like, okay, that's fine. You go out and entertain people while we fix the park. Um, and so, uh, and so he, um, the next step is we're going to be open later and no more days off. And it was like, but wait, no, we like our, we like having a day off. He's like, what amusement park is closed on a Friday? And he pulls up the, his phone and shows like their, their schedule where they're open Monday, that they're open uh, well, uh, Saturday well, through Thursday. We like our fun, our fun but, time. We like our Friday nights. Yeah, no, you are not. From here on out, we are open seven days a week. And the third step is everything is free. Yes. And they say, no, we no, we absolutely cannot do that. We absolutely cannot do that. And the accountant, I didn't well, catch he, name. He, he didn't say everything, just that admission. Admission. Yeah. No, uh, no. He, he, he said everything. Did he? Yeah. Everything's free. And that's when they were just like, yeah, wait, no, uh, uh-uh, we can't do that. We cannot do that because, yeah, everything, we need money to operate. Otherwise, we'll shut down early. So he's like, okay, fine. How about this? The 30-year anniversary is coming up, right? Let's charge everything. Let's charge everybody 30 yen, which, you know, 30 cents, something like that, a quarter, something like that here in the States. And it's like, um, okay. And so they agreed to the plan. Um, Muffle. And him get into another fight. I forget. I forget what the trigger is. But uh, once again, Isuzu breaks up the fight by shooting both of them um, with her pain bullets. <laughs> um, <laughs> God, that's gotta hurt so bad. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, he, he instructs them that uh, if you don't have anything to clean, you can go to the front of the off the front of the uh, the facility mm-hmm. to. Um... Oh, that's what set him off that time. He made the video. He made the video of the no, girls. No, no, but, but before, before he made that video, there was uh-huh. the altercation in the front gate with oh, the, uh, the thug oh, okay, family. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, you're right, you're right. Um, so, yeah, so he says, anybody whose place is clean, go entertain the guests at the front gate. That way people who still show up will still, you know, won't feel yeah. like their days have been completely wasted. Because even yeah. though all the other places were filthy and run down and there's a, some lackluster... Uh, things going on in various places. It, what Moffle's place was the most well kept. Yep. During mm-hmm. the first episode. Well, and yeah, yeah, Moffle's place was extremely well kept. So Moffle went to go entertain people, and yeah. um, it cuts to the front gate, and Moffle gets drop kicked by a kid who starts uh-huh. saying that I wanted to go to Digiland for my birthday, but we couldn't go there, so I decided. So I accepted to come here. Um, as instead, and you're closed for the day. How dare you be closed today? You, you, you second rate ripoff or whatever he calls him. Um, yeah. And so, uh, he, he bows down and he apologizes and says, I'm sorry that we're closed today. Please understand that. Please be under, understand that the park needs to close from time to time in order to make repairs. So everything can be safe for you to use, uh, for, for our customers or whatever, and just kind of prostrates himself. Yeah. And, and, and the, the mom stops him. him from the kid's him. kicking him in the head the entire time while he's doing yeah. this. Yeah. And the mom stops him and he's like, oh, thank you. Oh, good. The mom's here. This uh, She's going to pro- hopefully put him in this place. And the mom says, don't kick him. You don't know where he's been. You might get some weird disease from him. Oh, so she only cares about the kid. She doesn't care that he's actually kicking me. Yeah. And she says, if my son gets some disease from, from touching you, I'm going to sue. 
And like and, she's and, yeah. And so they're, they're, the 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 kid's a brat. She's awful. Uh-huh. And as he's about to stand up to them, we find out that uh, the husband is clearly some low level yakuza thug. Yeah, wants... he's some yakuza thug. Uh-huh. That's, um, uh huh. That he's walking around with this over exaggerated stagger and over inflated sense of self importance. In fact, it, it looks a lot like what. Um, Deku looked like when he tried to pretend to be one of those kind oh, of thugs. Oh gosh! <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Like, Deku, Deku was, was overacting, but this guy looked exactly like Deku's overacting. Yeah, yeah. Uh. And so this guy comes up, and we just know trouble's going to come down. And mm-hmm. the, I think it was the uh, the pink cat knows too, but is recording everything. Like has yeah. a smartphone. Oh, no, 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 no. It was we, we skipped these characters, but there are four fairy girls. Oh, well, uh, there the are fairy four girls fairy girls. Pretty, it was yeah. the one of the fairies, the fire fairy. She always has her cell phone out. Yes, the entire does. time she has her cell phone out. So she's the one who records it, I believe. Yes. So, but yeah, he's had enough, and he and he and, and he waits shots. for the, he waits uh-huh. for the thug to make a shot, and the thug and he expertly dodges the shot and cold cocks the thug, and he's out cold. Then yep. and there. Yep, one punch and the thug is out. And so, uh... And a little later, one of the oh. most beautiful scenes... Oh, yeah, well, is... the, uh, the, the... Real fast, we learn about the attack. Um, um, Kanye learns about the attack, and he goes out and he sees it all happen. Huh. And uh, he then pulls, he pulls everybody into the office so they can talk about it. And then what happens? Well, he gets the so the the thug is um, about to start something and gets shot in the head. Mm-hmm. And then we see the look on the, the boy mom and the and son the are face. freaking out. out. And then the two of them also get shot in the head. Bam, bam. Well, it turns out that Isuzu uh, has, can choose what kind of bullets come out of her gun, and one of the bullet options. Allows her to wipe the memory of whoever she shoots. Yeah, and it's at that yeah. point that she explains these bullet wipe these memory wiping bullets take a year to make. They're very expensive. I can't just use them whenever I want. Okay, how I much? About, right? What do the pain bullet pain bringer bullets cost? Oh, they're about uh, ten for thirty yen. Oh! And he gets so frustrated at that. Because he's going to be so shot an infinite number of times at yeah, this for point. Dirt, they're, it's like, you know, popping candy. It's dirt cheap and they're super easy to make. Like two to three pennies <laughs> a piece. <laughs> oh, real fast. Um, call back to a joke from episode one. Yes. Where the... Uh, where just as... Um, oh, so uh, the thing that starts freaking them out is... Um, is uh, Mofu? Is that his name? Mofu. Uh, Mofu starts. Um, Mofu uh, starts talking, and they're like, "Wait a minute, he's talking!" And everyone, everyone starts freaking out over it. And the exact same kid who caught a shot of Isuzu's panties says, "Mom, that's not a costume." And the mom says in the exact same tone, be quiet and pretend you didn't see anything. <laughs> and wasn't that during, right around the same fight too? No, well, that's, yeah, that's that's that fight. That's before yeah. he knocks the, that's before he cold cuts the uh, the thug out. 
That's right. So, yeah, that's 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 before that. So, so yeah, that mm-hmm. kid's now running gag. Yep. A kid seeing things yep. you're not supposed to see is now running gag. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, anyways, okay. they're, they're going to so, kick. They could fire Moffle for what he did easily. He's yes. within grounds of dismissal. But he's just like, look, I understand that it was an extremely frustrating situation. And I understand that you're also frustrated with me. So I'm going to let it slide this time. But if it happens again, you're fired. 